0: Hey everyone, welcome to Stoke Hunters Episode One, Inaugural Big Day. Um, just creating a podcast where we talk about hunting the good days, um, what makes a good day and how we do that. Super excited to have uh James from Woodridge MTV join us on episode one. Morning. Welcome to the podcast, James. Dude, thanks for having me, man. I'm happy to support you here. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so for everyone who doesn't know Woodridge MtB how about you talk about where it started from? Yeah sure uh,
1: essentially it's just a small idea to kind of open up about um, you know my history with recovery and what mountain biking did to change my life and it really just kind of started as a small fundraising idea back in 2021 um, in and around the time where, uh, COVID was kind of at its peak and, you know, there was long lines at bike stores and the trails were, you know, full of people. And, you know, I think I just had this moment of like overwhelming guilt that I had never donated to the trails. I had never, you know, brought out a rake on a trail day and helped out. I just kept mountain biking and it just sometimes, man, you just have that, that moment of clarity. And I felt like I wanted to contribute in some way. So, um, to be honest the idea was just to raise 500 bucks um you know maybe up to a thousand and give it to my uh, local favorite uh, or sorry my my favorite uh, mountain bike trail that's local to calgary and yeah i've, I've said it before in some of our youtube uh, short docs that you know sometimes just small ideas uh turn into big things and you know um i'm very grateful that we're was able to ride this wave and meet a lot of like-minded people along the way that wanted to be a part of it and give back to the community. And Mm -hmm. essentially how it grew was just from meeting like-minded people. And I, uh, one of my mentors is, um, you know, very, uh, very close to me. And he wrote me a letter in 2021. Um, when he was one of the first people I opened up to that, you know, hey you know i'm I'm x amount of years in addiction recovery and i want to start this fundraising idea and i want to give back to the community and you know he he um he wrote a very powerful letter to me in april 16th of 2021 saying that you know he had met um and worked with some very successful people um people that had even competed on global stages for um entrepreneur presentations and you know recognized and the city of Calgary, um, you know, and he kind of just laid it out that, Hey, you know what, like a lot of the successful people that I meet, they, they try to go after and, and and find people who are incredibly passionate about something. Right. And I think how our foundation grew so quickly is there were just, uh, there was a lot of passion behind it and there was a lot of creativity behind it. So um, if you follow our content, you can, Notice that we we have a lot of creative team members that are very passionate. So I think that's a huge part of how it grew. If exactly. that makes sense.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And I I think you know when you when things start small and they're you know one on one and grassroots, I think it really goes a lot further and helps the growth. Like you know you, you said you want to do five hundred, and I'll let you announce what you guys did for this year. Like it it's just a big massive difference. Um, yeah. Awesome. I-
1: Every year kind of changes like this year was um, a completely different approach this year uh, where we chose not to ask our donor list for personal donations. We wanted to really have a strong year of appreciation. So coming into the beginning of this year, I think we had were kind of in the ballpark of thirty five to thirty eight thousand dollars raised in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two combined. And. This year, we chose to put all our eggs in one basket and do a 50-50 with a $20,000 EGLC license. Um, We had tried to sell out that license and do one in 2022. And um, this is a challenge to do But this year where we were able to do it. uh, A lot of hard work and teamwork and sacrifice. And as a team, we're very very proud. We were able to get it done and we can make a small impact where we can. you know, obviously it was a very special ticket this year. So, um, but yeah, again, not just on the financial side of things, Like, yes, it was a small amount that we wanted to start with and we've raised this, uh, you know, a, a significant amount of money, more than we had ever expected. But, um, you know, it's just the growth of the team. And as the, the team is growing, I, I think we're starting to see more of an impact um, of where we can, you know what communities we align with really well and where we can where we can help out even if it's just in a small way um obviously there's some very uh some programs that we're very um our heart is aligned with and and you know we love to support and we we can get into that a little later in the podcast but yeah man i'm uh i'm grateful for the growth no question
0: yeah and your, your team's super rad like I've met Kellen in person, had lunch with him, had great stories. Um, And then Leah, um, you know, just through Instagram DMs, but like they always put their heart and like she gave advice on how to make make our e-commerce store better and like had never met her before. And, you know, it's just like I think that's what Woodridge MTV is all about, is like you guys put your like you help first and never ask questions.
1: yeah one of our core values is uh support those that support you and don't really ask for much in return right um you know i you mentioned kellen and lee like they're i don't know where i'd be without them like mm-hmm. they are they are what TV <laughs> it stands for right so uh you've met them uh you've talked to lee uh you're gonna meet lee at the appreciation event on november 26th and yeah man i those two are yeah, there's something else. I I don't want to, I don't get all emotional (laughs) over what Kellen and Lee have brought to, um, you know, this cause and how they've helped me, but it's definitely uh, forever grateful for those two. And it's definitely an internal friendship.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: How did, how did you three all meet? Uh, Well, I'll start with Lee. So I've actually known Lee for years. Lee's connection to the foundation is actually incredibly powerful so I've known Lee and her husband Casey for many years and um, one day I think I was two years in the recovery and I was talking to them and you know they were like hey you look really healthy you like you look good and I'm like yeah I you know I actually took a different um, journey on my life and I'm doing a lot of mountain biking and you know I'm a couple of years and in recovery and I'm feeling great. And, you know, I was kind of opening up and they didn't really say much. They were just kind of like, Oh wow, it's amazing. And then I think it was almost like five years later, uh, we were chatting again and they, they said, Hey, listen, we really wanted to thank you and talk to you. You know, you inspired us to, you know, take a look at, you know, what we're, what recovery can do and, you know, and just want to let you know, that it's, it's now a big part of our life and, you know, and, it it it, it 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 you know it changed their their um their family dynamic in in a very meaningful uh, life changing way and I'm so proud of both of them and um earlier late last year Lee always gives me a hard time about it because she 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 believes that I asked her like very late in the year to come and join Woodridge TV, but I I get defensive I'm like no no it was very early on right but I I asked Lee if she'd want to be a part of it as a team member and an ambassador because her connection was just so powerful to our, our team and our cause. And, you know, when, when I was telling her and sharing her the stories of our volunteer events at the Off House Detox and Recovery Facility, you could just, you could see the passion and the heart just coming through the messages. She's like, Oh, I, I you know, I'm going to, I'm going to bake. I'm, I'm going to get you this. I'm going to donate this. I'm like, yeah, this, this sounds great. Thank you. Right. And, um, but anyway, so yeah, Lee is now the secretary and treasurer of our uh, nonprofit, and our team. We always joke that Lee is a, Lee is our wizard. So when the website, um, a lot of the social media pages, um, right? That's it's all Lee. <laughs> right, and her passion and creativity, especially when she goes into beast mode, it's just like. And we just sit back and watch and just watch the amazing content come through. And, you know, and we we work together really well uh as a team, especially Kellen uh and Lee and I. We, you know, we have our own, you know, uh officer group chat and we will, you know, definitely, you know, show different sides of where direction can go and we always just work really well together and it's it's powerful i I really appreciate those two so um i'm sure lee will watch this i hope she does lee you're the best (laughs) and don't please don't ever leave the foundation i don't know (laughs) (laughs) without you at this point (laughs) um as for kellen this one's pretty rad so uh kellen and i were following each other on instagram and and i'm like man this guy's got good like taste in tunes. I don't know if you're, if you follow Kellen's taste in music, but it's spot on. Right. And, uh, one day I was just, I think it was very early in 2021. Uh, no, sorry, 2022. when we had kind of just got, uh, our recognition from the Alberta government as a nonprofit foundation, like, you know, five days later, you know, I'm going to Mastodon, uh, you know, in Calgary and, you know, one of my favorite bands and, seen them live a few times but you know if they're in calgary i'll make sure i don't miss them and uh yeah the next day i get a message from this guy i would kind of been following on you know instagram i noticed he'd been kind of engaging on some of our social media stuff and he was just like hey what would you think of that concert right and i'm like oh man it's 10 out of 10 sharing some clips and some images and i don't know just you get it like i'm sure you've met people within your community you're just like i don't know like take a shot. Like maybe yeah. this guy wants to be a part of this cause. He likes mountain biking, good tunes. Um, I had gone through, I went through one of his posts where him and his girlfriend, Brittany had done a run for uh, youth at risk. And I'm like, okay, well, that kind of aligns with, you know, at risk youth with the alpha house. Maybe there's a heart alignment here too, for giving back to the community. And I just go on a whim. And I'm like, Hey man, can book a phone call and chat with you. And, that was that um that guy changed the trajectory of our our foundation right and he brought the help that was so badly needed in 2022 and very early 2022 and like just the stoke that that guy brings is just well you've met him, man like yeah there's no one like kellen so um again yeah but that's how that's how lee and kellen are um, yeah. became, um yeah, became board members and you know joined the team and you know yeah I'm I'm, I'm personally very grateful for it. Those, those two are rad.
0: Yeah. So who's all part of Woodridge MTB? Because I know those three and I've met a couple others. But I'd oh, okay, them. yeah. Like we have a
1: we have board members and we have team members and ambassadors. Um, obviously, a board member position is a lot of commitment, and as the foundation grows, it becomes more demanding, right? So, but um, so the officers of the foundation are myself, Kellen, and Lee. And then board members are Mac, uh, Scott, Travis, Tristan, and Brayden. And then we're very grateful for team members and ambassadors and Maggie, Lance, and Dina. Essentially it's positions are just positions. Like we operate as a team, right? And obviously for, you know, like myself, Kellen and Lee, like we, we're fully committed to the cause just because obviously we're in a role of, you know, been elected to represent the interests of this nonprofit foundation and represent and keep the passion going right from its grassroots. So,
0: yeah. Well, and it's it's funny you you say that your friendship came from Instagram because for everyone who doesn't know and listening, that's the same way James and I met is, you know, I sent a DM to... Um, Woodridge MTB, I think in June of this year. And then we were just chatting a bunch. And yeah, and then finally invited me out to Bike that baseline and then was finally able to support them. So Yeah. When you meet Lee and next
1: time you sit with Kellen, you need to ask them what <laughs> my initial response was from to the team when you reached out to me. I'm not gonna go over it on the podcast, but you should definitely Pull them aside and talk to them because you'll have a good laugh. I am, and I think I I get it. Sorry, I am uber protective of the of the of this nonprofit foundation, and you know who message us, and you know who we align with, and having a team that can have you look from different angles and different perspectives is very helpful and Kellen was immediate to be like hey I don't you look at it from this angle and I'm like you know what man absolutely you know and like that's really important to have on a team but once you and I got on the phone man I was you know what to be honest dude I was immediately just like dude whatever you need for support I'm there I think you and I have a very um we have a story that relates as well I think you and I are both very passionate about um, working hard to make our our parents proud. So you're working very hard to make your mom proud, and you're doing an unbelievable job honoring her memory. And I'm working really hard to um, make my dad proud, and especially within you know recovery efforts because he was um, very passionate about that as well. I plan to talk a little bit about that on November 26th, um, but man that phone call I, I found it one of the most powerful phone calls i've had um so you know that's when you asked me to join a podcast, like anything man i'm happy i'm happy to support you because I, I you wear your heart on your sleeve and yeah it's um yeah man be uh, be proud of what you're doing
0: for sure well and and woodridge really kicked off um you know our community efforts because you guys were the first to reply and then we're like oh i, th- I think there's something here like you know i like I, I wouldn't describe myself as a mountain biker i now apparently am when you do 100 kilometers a week um but you know woodridge shred, shred collective um the guys at baseline um and when you took me out to moose like like it's it, it's phenomenal the community that you've built like like graham graham just gives me a bike to ride and um like on those days and you know same with um Lance down and at baseline like you know, they just donate their extra bike to ride and it's like, you don't see that in any other communities. So it's really refreshing.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Um, a lot of those communities, just to go back on that comment. Um, a lot of those communities were have so many years of the building their own community, right? Like the Shred Collective community is unbelievable. What they've accomplished over the past years. Right. And, uh, the baseline community, obviously you've met the baseline crew, um, very powerful community. And again, back to the beginning of our conversation, right. When you just have people that are that passionate about, you know, a cause that they just, or, you know, a hobby that they just, that they are, you know, they, you know, that they're, I would I don't want to use the word uh, obsessed with, but like, you know what I mean? Like a, a cause that they are just like, they just can't stop thinking about and it's where their energy and their heart, you know, aligns with, um, you know when those communities align together right you can really do impactful things within the community right so yeah. um yeah it's like for me like i with woodridge mtb trail support foundation like i don't stop thinking about it right in terms of like where where is it going to go right and yeah. you know how you know our team members are doing and what different creative ideas can we come up with so um, can you i can can safely say that like i'm 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 obsessed about this cause but it's good right and it's now one of the biggest parts of my life no question right
0: (laughs) so when are when are you three gonna get the the woodridge logo tattooed on your bodies never no (laughs) dude dude, i am pale
1: man i'm not getting a tattoo Um, I, I was about to swear, but I re- I I, uh, I brought a swear jar <laughs> with Broker stickers. So if I do swear on this podcast, I'm gonna put in the swear jar. It was a nice reminder. I think <laughs> some of uh, almost every single time I've done like been a guest speaker somewhere or like spoken in public, I always drop one or two f bombs. So I'm really trying not to get through. <laughs> or get yeah, through this podcast. I mean, it, it just shows passion, right? Um, yeah, hundred percent. Like, you know, you always hear the term you wear your heart on your sleeve, right? Well, some people are just super passionate about something they the, that they feed the creative energy off of. And it just, they wear that passion on its sleeve. Like you do it with good day optics. You see it right. Yeah. Like this is the, the biggest part of your life right now. Right. Or one of the biggest parts of your life. And again, being involved in nonprofit is one of the biggest um components of my life right now and you know it's um yeah it's it's awesome man it's it's a roller coaster <laughs> no question but <laughs> yeah but it's been good man i i can so many moments and so many stories that have come out of this this uh journey and you know i'm
0: <laughs> it's it's good yeah so when you're you were talking about how you met um lee was so have you always been a big mountain biker
1: um, what do you mean? Like when like, I met Lee
0: from like, cause you're, you're saying you're, you know, you had just gotten into getting like being consistent with mountain biking and stuff like that. H- had you grown up mountain biking your whole life? No, it... no, not at all. So
1: I started mountain biking very early in like, like choice to, you know, choose a different lifestyle. Right. And yeah. the impact and the progress that i was noticing was immediate and it was well, hands down it was like the biggest tool i had to for mental health you know um I, an excellent tool for recovery so yeah within months man to be honest like it didn't it didn't take long like you know um it was thanksgiving in 2014 that i decided to make a you know a mature change and um you know, make a very um, impactful decision on myself and my family, and I think I was mountain biking four months later. Like as soon as the first trail was dry, my friend said, "Hey, man, like, do you want to go mountain biking?" I'm like, "I just have an old hardtail,"
0: and he's like, "Yeah, work." Hardtail gang. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you have sore arms, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, we weren't doing a lot of climbing back then. I, you know, went mountain biking once and thought I was, you know, like, oh yeah, downhill only. Right. <laughs> no, I would never climb. Never. <laughs> right. We were always shuttling like the first trail at Moose Mountain. <laughs> like it was like Sulphur Springs or something. We thought we were gnarly. <laughs> so, um, and then I think by the second time around, my friend Rob was like, Hey man, you want to go mountain biking again? I'm like, yeah, it was, that was a good time. And, um, uh we went to uh moose packer <laughs> i think you know a, a trail all the way up the, the shuttle road at moose and it's an it's an awesome trail man. i think it's one of the first trails out there but it's it's um you know for when you're starting out and even i went there last year and like this last season i had a great time on that trail again so anyway that's how it started man and then i just never stopped i just it's mountain biking you get addicted to it right <laughs> and but it's just the best feeling um i think most mountain bikers can relate like you know just by the time you're done you just feel like a million bucks right um you know that rush the dopamine you know fix (laughs) mountain biking brings and you know just the reward on the descent especially when you're climbing right or you know hitting that big feature and you know for the first time and just that feeling of progression, I think you just, you kind of get like, wow, you're just, it's like an accomplishment and it's just such a natural, organic, you know, stoke and and positive feeling that it's just one of the most powerful sports in the world, to be honest, in my opinion. Right. And, um, I know mountain biking, like I haven't, you know, I haven't had a lot of conversations with people that have, You know, use mountain biking as a tool for recovery, but recovery doesn't always just have to be like, you know, a substance or substance abuse, right? It can be, you know, overcoming depression, mental health struggles, right? Um, And I've, I've talked to a lot of people within the community and, you know, they said, yeah, man, like mountain biking changed my life. Mountain biking is one of the biggest parts of my life. And to hear that, those stories and be able to relate to it, it's just, you know, it's it's a really good feeling, to be honest, just to know that there's other people out there that, you know, yeah, mountain biking, you know, changed my life and, you know, and the positivity that it brought, you know, helped change the dynamic within friends and family as well, right? Like I've... A lot of our volunteer events at the Alpha House, you know, usually start with a question, you know, just like who here wants to better their life and have a better relationship with their family and friends and every single one in that room raises their hands. Right. So, um, you know, one of the, the biggest you know, things that came with my decision to go down a different road um, was the relationship that I had the, with my dad and my mom after that. And there was really wasn't any missed time anymore. You know, and um, I think you and I can both relate to how valuable that time was, right? Now that, you know, like, you know, our, love, you know, one of our parents are gone, right? It's, you need to value that time because it's not there forever, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, for me, you know, like I, I use it as fuel, but like, it's not easy just to turn off the switch of all that time missed, you know, many years where I lived so selfishly just for myself. Right. Um, you know, it was a lot of time missed, you know, with my family and especially my dad. So, you know, but, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's just one of those things, you know?
0: Yeah. 100%. I I felt it because like, you know, I'm doing marketing now and I was in engineering and, you know, I'm like, I wish I would have known about entrepreneurship when I'm 20. But I find like like when and like, you know, like there's that regret at the start, um, but it's like you you come to realize you're like, well, I wouldn't be the person I am if I unfortunately didn't have those times where like you get to learn what you enjoy and what you don't like. Like, so it's a tough thing to to balance, I find.
1: Yeah, for sure. And when over time, like, you know, you you start to see things in different light and different clarity right like for me it took a while to get there but i'm like you know what maybe all of that was supposed to happen right
0: yeah
1: right and um you know to learn from it but Mm -hmm. also like channel those emotions channel that energy right um for Mm -hmm. you know you know a a greater a greater purpose right so You know i use that um i don't open up too too much about it because i don't want to start you know coming across as you know preachy or philosophical but i can tell you that like everything from my past right and you know the 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 stages you know of grief right i use it as fuel for Mm -hmm. for to to try to leave an impact in the community and and help and help you know Help strengthen relationships and
0: um, the friends, family, and uh, our support network for sure, right? Hundred yeah. percent. And you know, I use I use minus fuel, and I, you know, it kind of like when my mom was in the in the hospital, and you know, she was gone in seventeen days. Um, you know, I kind of look back at it, and I look at her life, and I'm like, you know, I I don't think she probably would like if if you got to know your end date. I don't think she would have changed anything. Like she got to have an amazing career amazing family um got to retire early and it's like you know if you, i had to tra- like even if I, it was like you know i got if i'm passed away at 60 and you know have to trade everything i'm like i don't think i would because you, you you get to like growth comes from the hardship um,
1: yeah i man, that hits home hard because it was the same same with my dad man he just he went so peacefully and he was just yeah, he said it and he's like, everything is okay. He's like, yeah, everything's okay. Right. And you know, it's, um, but yeah, man,
0: I, 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 I definitely write in the fields on what you just said. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, for people who have experienced loss or, you know, hardship, it's like, you, there is good that come that can come out of it if we, if we look for it, right. Like, you know, I don't think Woodridge MTV would be where it is and where it's at if you, didn't go through that. And same with good day optics, like it wouldn't exist if I didn't, wouldn't have experienced that with my mom. Um,
1: Yeah. You know, and I agree with you on that. Like I've, I've dedicated the foundation to my dad. You can, you know, Mm -hmm. it's on the website, um, you know, and yeah, man, that like, you know, energy doesn't always come from just happiness. Right. You know, like you can channel all sorts of different emotions, whether it's sadness, frustration, you know, happiness, you know, you know, the best feeling in the world, you know, when you're done mountain biking, is just that charge, that stoke. Right. We can channel that. Right. And, you know, just to think that every day is going to be, you know, the happiest day out there, right. You can definitely strive for it. Right. But nothing hits harder than life. And when it hits hard, man, (laughs) it hits hard and you just always have to remind yourself that like forward. Right. Is the best, way to go and you know for me um i always remind myself of that but i also remind myself of progress and you know we've talked about that in a few short docs that we've done uh with t Bruce studios and tristan proctor and he does an amazing job of capturing it right and anyway i don't uh, i don't want to say the word progress <laughs> too much because i feel in one of the short talks it's like I used the word five times in like, <laughs> but I did, that's that's just how I like. It's the perfect word for recovery. It's the perfect word for moving forward with nonprofit and moving forward from, you know, harder times, right? And when life hits hard, you just pick yourself back up. Right. And just move forward. And the progress is one of the best reminders, right? Use yeah. it in mountain biking. <laughs> like <laughs> progression in mountain biking just seems endless. Right. And it just brings so much happiness and so much camaraderie with friends. Right. So Yeah. yeah same thing uh, when you hit a tree, man. Like just like hit the tree hard, get back up no matter how bad the crash was, and just keep going forward, right? It's just yeah. So how many how many trees have you hit? Oh man. It's to say i can't count them on my two hands <laughs> a lot <laughs> it's a running joke in our in our team and in our foundation that like no tree is safe on the mountain like i'll find it and i'll crash into it so
0: You'll just, as Woodridge MTB gets bigger, you'll just start adopting the 10 tree mentality. So every time you raise a dollar, you you plant 10 trees for all the ones you crash into. For all the ones I'm going to crash into in the future as well. <laughs> plant a tree, then 10 years later, you come back and you hit it and you're like, why did I plant this here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no tree is safe, man. I'll, I'll find it. I'll crash into it. when you when you kept saying progress and when you said it in in your docuseries it just reminded me of super troopers where it's like they had the meow game
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know what to be honest man i've seen super troopers maybe twice and it was a long time ago um but it's definitely
0: now that you brought it up it's probably a movie i should get caught up on again i haven't even seen the second one yet but I should see that. <laughs> yeah. I'm always yeah. hesitant of sequels. Like, I think like one of my favorite
1: movies is Slapshot. And when they tried to do a remake, like, 25 years later, I'm like, I can't watch that. It's going to ruin it for me. And then, Didn't they end up making, like, four of them or something? No. Don't. Just don't even watch. Don't even bother. <laughs>
0: The second one was like, why did I
1: watch this? <laughs>
0: I don't think I've even, I think maybe I saw the first one a long time ago, but I, I can't remember it. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll watch Super Troopers again soon, and you watch Slapshot again soon. <laughs> we'll, have a last, but... we'll, just, we'll just stream them, that'll be podcast like 10, is just the video of us watching them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna pass on that. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, no, that probably won't be a good podcast. Yeah, no, that's a terrible. <laughs> <idea>. <laughs> um,
1: but anyway, man, yeah, I'm. Um, you know, like for yourself and like Good Day Optics, you know where where do you see yourself going with it? If you don't mind me asking, I'm very curious, and if it's okay that we can switch the switch the role here, and I can ask you a few <laughs> questions, is like you are very dialed in in you know going full send on connecting with new communities and getting your product out there right getting your story and what good day means to you and what it means to your family if you don't mind me asking like what's the goal like what do you what 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 do you where do you want to go with good day optics because i'm i'm very intrigued in where your energy um is going towards because i'm i from what i see and what i've got to know about you in the short period of time is you're you're full send on this man and (laughs) you know what um you know be proud of yourself for how much time and you've committed to this right and i think it's such a phenomenal story i'm just so curious as you know what your you know long-term goal is or what what your vision is
0: yeah i and i guess it's two part is i don't really know where i want it to go like or where where it will grow because like when you bring in more communities and bring in more people um you you just can never see what kind of network or connection that can can come out of it so mm-hmm. you know m- maybe good day becomes a player like smith oakley or blenders or any of those big guys but you know at the small end like just have fun like have good days like you know, experiencing 17 days of watching your mom pass away, isn't a good time. Um, so, you know, I just want work to be more enjoyable and build a space for anyone and support them. Cause I, you know, like I was in the corporate world for 10 years of beer, um, and enjoyed it, but there was still a lot left on the table. Whereas like, you know, I'd love to make an organization where, you know, you just bring people in, foster them and let them grow. Cause, I think everyone has the opportunity for growth and amazing things. A lot just don't see it in themselves yet. Yeah. Yeah,
1: man. I, I would agree with you on that in terms of just, you know, over time, like no one's really got a crystal ball. I've never had a crystal ball, obviously with Woodward Gym to be trail support foundation. Like I have an end goal in mind, right? It's just not a goal. It's easy to talk about. And, you know, I think, you know, we'll see what happens and one day, you know, um, might uh, try to go after this long-term goal, but, um, I will agree with you that, you know, along the way and the new connections that you meet and new like-minded people can also just kind of change the trajectory of, you know, where your passion is going and where your cause, whether it be a nonprofit or a company goes right. Um, but what you did mention in terms of just really pursuing, you know, having a job that doesn't feel like a job and really, you know, striving for this good day only, I think as your friend would be one of the biggest goals is just that as you grow with this company, your, um, your vision of, you know, having the best days ever and your job not feeling like a job based on the new, you know, communities you're involving yourselves with and getting out there and, you know, adventuring is an unbelievable goal. And don't change, man. Just get after that. That's, um, you know, for me, like as an outsider looking in what you're doing to build such a positive energy within the community and remind people that, you know what, you should strive for just good days and good days only. Right. Um, you can see it in your content and you can see it within you know, your circle of friends that, you know, you haven't met many of them, but I can see just through, you know, some stuff on Instagram and like you're, you're creating a lot of smiles. You're creating a lot of happiness and just tie that in what you're doing. You're tying it into in everything you're doing throughout the day. And I think it's very powerful, man. And I think you just continue to do that. Like you're shining a very positive light on people. Right. And, yeah, you've incorporated it in a business, which is you know not many people can. You know, it's 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 very hard to do, right? But you've managed to do that, and as your friend, I'm proud of you, man. Like this, <laughs> it's a big, um, it's a big accomplishment, man.
0: I appreciate it, and I, I think you know the the one thing I kind of learned from you know my loss is you know I can't create more time but there are opportunities to create a way to support myself. Um, You know, 100%
1: very well said. Right. And I've had that same, you know, throughout my journey through this, this foundation and, you know, it's a nice reminder sometimes, man, it really is.
0: Well, yeah, like, I don't know. I can, I can quit everything and go take up four jobs if I need to, to find money, but I can't, I can't trade any money for time.
1: No, no. And I, I think what I, what I found and learned over the time is like, if you have a creative channel, right. And you have, you know, a a creative mindset, right. Use it, right. Mm -hmm. Put it towards something good, put it towards something that, you know, you support Mm -hmm. and I find that, you know, creativity and working with like-minded people that are very creative Mm -hmm. and it is really good for mental health. <laughs> it's really good for strengthening friendships. Right. And, you know, I'm not perfect by any means. Like I've, you know, definitely, you know, it's hard to kill old habits, right? It can still be quite selfish. Um, you know, I've definitely wrapped myself up in this this nonprofit. Um, you know, and I've no regrets, but you know, there's been sacrifices, right? For sure. Right. Like, you know, it's you gotta kind of find balance. And, well, you
0: know, I think it's being intentional with whatever we do. It's like, you know, if we if we decide to sacrifice our, our 20s for, you know, rising up the corporate ladder so then we can enjoy our 30s or like, you know, sacrificing a little bit for Good Day or Woodridge or whichever. It's like we have to understand our reason why. And it, it, if the why is there, it's, you, you know, it it makes it a lot easier on the mental load, I find.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like it, there were times where, you know, and I've, I've talked to other people in nonprofit too. You've just been like, sometimes it just comes up it's like, man, why am I doing this? Right. It's just, it becomes the biggest part of your life. And, and then two days later or three days later, after you're thinking about that, you know, just you have the best moment ever with people that, you know, were were you're only with because of, you know, the, the community that you're a part of or the, the nonprofit that you're a part of. And, you know, it, it's just like, that's why I do this. This is amazing. Like, I feel this is incredible. Right. And those moments, they come up all the time, right. <laughs> Whether it's on a bike ride or, you know, it's just getting out there and getting out with a camera and doing some creative stuff and making a creative video and then seeing the end, seeing the end project and going like, that's why I do this. Or, For us, like, we don't talk about it too much, especially on social media, right? But, like, every time I leave the Alpha House uh, after a a volunteer event in their detox and recovery program, like, it hits me like a freight train, man. Like, I get in that elevator with all the the stuff I'm passionate about, whether it's vinyl, TV, mountain biking, you know, music posters, right? Um, You know, and... I get in that elevator, man. And I have to, I have to fight back. I have to fight back the tears. Cause it's just, it just hits me like a freight train. It's like, that's why I do this. Mm-hmm. And the first day that, you know, I think it was about the second volunteer event or the third volunteer event where we got a letter. I was getting in an elevator and, you know, um, one of their clients came up and just handed me a letter they just said, thank you. That's it. They just handed me a letter and said, thank you. And, Man, I got home and read that letter and I couldn't breathe like it, it was just so powerful. And that was the moment when I knew that what we were doing right, especially in the efforts that with the Alpha House was working. And it was an overwhelming feeling of, you know, joy, to be honest, i call it what it was. It was like, wow, this is working right all this time sacrificed. You know all this time thinking about it and you know all the hard work our team had put into everything right it's like we made it we made a difference right in one person's life and even if it was just like you know for a moment you know we don't we don't know we don't know what that positive trickle effect could have gone to right and who uh, how many other people it could have could have um could have affected in a very positive way and how it affected maybe their families too right so Again, we don't go into too, too much detail. Um, you know, we'll post a little bit after each event. Um, it's just stories that need to be shared. And, you know, it's
0: yeah, it's
1: definitely leaving an impact.
0: Well, and it, you know, it's as I continue to, like, move with Good Day and, you know, give back in our community for tech and startup up here in Edmonton. It's like, you know, you just feel good when you help others. And it's like, you know, like you said with that joy, it's like, it's so overwhelming. And it's like, you know, that would be enough. And then for some reason, life just seems to give you, it's like, you know, the more you give out, it just, you you know, you have happier times for some reason. And I don't, I don't get it.
1: Yeah, um, you know what, I think it's just one of those lessons in life that you'll keep learning from, right? Like obviously being involved in the community and volunteering and donating, yeah, man, like it warms your heart. Like you, you feel good. Right. Yeah. You feel like you're, you know, doing your part to make a difference, even if it's small. So I just, I personally think that just, it continues to grow. Right. When you have more moments and you have more, um, you know, shared interest with like-minded people to do good within the community. Right. Yeah. And then it leave an impact wherever you can, even if it's small. It, it it's a part of life and it's just a part of growth, to be honest. Um, you know, like, and I, I can speak from, you know, I can speak from the heart and I can speak from, you know, essentially, you know, a past where I had none of it, none. Like I was very lost, very selfish. Right. And again, back to our prior conversation, like, you know, you know it's not a switch you just turn off, right? It's it's there, but I I use that for fuel and and to leave um, some good. But you know, it's just a part of the, it's part of the life journey, man. It's just part of the walk, right? Like you're just you're learning from it, and yeah, I don't know, man. I'm a big Dire Straits fan. It's
0: the walk of life, man. 100 <laughs> percent and um i don't know where i was going with this good old good old adhd brain farts um but yeah i think you know there's two ways that you can always go with something is you know you can either channel it into something good or you know you can let it you can let it fester and it's like i don't like letting things fester is never a good time (laughs) no man you don't you don't want to like everyone will, you know,
1: you always hear the cliche, think positive, right? Don't think negative, right? Um, at the end of the day, if you just, in my opinion, if you learn to channel, you know, sadness, you know, negative thoughts, happy thoughts, happy moments, epic stoke for good, right, and just recognize it as, um you know, a different feeling and different energy and you channel it for for good, right? It's so easy to grow and it's so easy to mature that when you do have, you know, negative thoughts or you have a moment in life where, you know, things didn't go your way, right? You're able to channel it and move on quickly, right? You know, it's okay to not feel okay, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to cry. It's okay to have a, a brutal day. Right. It's a part of life when, you know, we're going to lose all our loved ones, right? Like, we're yeah. all, our time is limited, right? And one of the biggest things that I can kind of put out there is, you know, from experience is that, you know, time is not always there, you know what I mean? And, you know, you just, if you can find your passion, your creativity, your purpose, and just ride that wave and just roll with it because it just, it just feels good. And it really, you know, just makes our time here and, you know, just makes it so worth it and just experience, experience life and experience, you know, that energy. and Yeah,
0: it's good, man. Just well, and it, I, I think for people like, you know, for people who maybe don't always think positive or act like, you know, it's, it, it is a hard thing um, and it, it doesn't feel natural at the start. I think that, you know, I always like to say, well, I think our, our thoughts make our actions and our actions make our thoughts. So it's like sometimes you have to, even if you're thinking negative, just like act positive sometimes. And then once you train your body to do it, um, then that's when the thoughts come more. Easily, I find. Hmm. Hmm. But um, what's what's next for Woodridge MTB? Like, what do you see for next November twenty sixth? Well, <laughs> I, I I know that I, I was gonna I was gonna put that in the end. I meant I meant like be, like you know what what are you guys doing next year and what are you what's your five year ideas?
1: You know what, man, I um I have so much on my mind where. I want to go with the Woodridge MTB Trail Support Foundation story, um, Man, I'm just not ready to talk about it yet, to be honest. Because what I think the end goal is, or you know, like the the final story or like a final project, is just so so. It's not easy to talk about, especially right now. And what I've learned through nonprofit is if you're not ready to talk about it and you're not ready to go after it, just don't, don't talk about it. Don't always be like, Hey, here's what I'm, here's what I'm going after. Cause if it doesn't feel right to talk about it, then right. You can, the, the creative vision that you have for it or the creative mindset You know, you can just keep it to yourself or just, you know, a a few of your closest, you know, supporters and just, just keep, just, just keep it to yourself. You know what I mean? It's like, so yeah, I do have an end game and an end project, you know, in mind. I'm just not ready to talk about it because it's just not time. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes any sense, but, you know, and the, the, the vision that I have and the creative energy that I feel, um, towards it. Like, I'm, I'm very happy just keeping it close to my heart and that's it at the moment. Right. Yeah. You know, you, you know, yeah, we're, we're on social media. Yeah. We're on Instagram. Yeah. We're on a podcast, but sometimes there's just some things you just don't want to, you're not ready to talk about, you know, to people you just don't know. Right. Yeah. And when things are so, you know, personal, especially within family and, you know, but, you know, I can tell you that, you know, we'll see what happens. It could be a couple of years, you know, I don't know. Right. It's just kind of when uh, when I'm ready, I'll talk about it. And I'll probably more or less talk about it when I've started. Yeah. I don't want to be like, hey, here's what I'm going to do in. Five years to three years, <laughs> that, things, can, than- things can change real quickly, man. you know and you know um what i've learned too over over the years and through this is you know like you know have some expectations and have goals and you know don't be shy if you've got a creative an idea and you know you're you're stoked about it and you're passionate about go after it even if it sounds crazy like make a crazy goal right make a crazy creative project right and but sometimes just keeping it channeled inside until you're ready might make the project and you know even better, right? Just because you've been calculating it, you know, in your head, and you've been calculating it, you know, through energy and feeling in your body, and it's, um, yeah, it's just a, yeah, man, it's a really cool part of, you know, envisioning something and then deciding when you want to go after it. Sometimes the timing just has to be right.
0: Well, and, and much different, like you guys have a lot out there. Um, I think for anyone like wanting to do something in their life that they haven't started, I think it's a vastly different thing because I think, you know, when when you create something new, like, you know, for Good Day Optics, our first pair of sunglasses was embarrassing. Like when we built our first prototype, like what was it I mean, called? No, <laughs> we didn't call it anything. We like, call it shitty prototype. Yeah, shitty, <laughs> shitty prototype. 3000. <laughs> um,
1: but you know, and, then I think- put, and put it and then put it on a Terminator like character like the D1000 or something
0: like that. I won't be back, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's cool, and I, yeah, I think, yeah, like we don't, especially in society where we, you know, I think a lot of it is talking and a lot of it is putting up a front. Um, I think it's, you know, real and um, appreciated when things don't get talked about sometimes until actions get happened and when things are ready to talk about them. Cause it's like, Oh, you know, here's this idea, but it's not going to be here for 20 years. Like what? Yeah. (laughs) It's same. Like
1: I've learned a lot, like, you know, trust me, there's no, there's, nothing more. I would love to just be like, Hey, here's the project. Here's what I'm thinking. Like, I think this is what I want it to look like. I think this is what it would be like. Yeah. I'm I'm excited about the vision or, you know, what my, you know, long-term project goal is. It's just, yeah, man, it's just not there. I'm just yeah. not, not ready to talk about it, whether that's mentally, emotionally, right. Or the pieces just aren't in place yet, you know, yeah. hate to be like, Hey, I'm doing this. And then like, Oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't get around to it. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, it sound like an amazing vision, right? So,
0: yeah, in time, right? Yeah.
1: Like one thing that I've learned from nonprofit and working through, you know, with the team at Woodridge MTB Trail Support Foundation is that, you know, I mean, nothing really needs to be rushed. And when you're working with like-minded people, you have this amazing support network. And when the crunch times come, like you know, it'll get done. Right. And if it doesn't succeed, so what, man? Like you just, you had, you, your efforts were there, your passion was there and you know what, there'll be other projects and there'll be other, you know, you know, other stuff that you're working on that, you know, is just meaningful and, you know, you give it your all and, and you know, life yeah. doesn't always work out the way you want it to, man. <laughs> like, I'm, um- you know, you can't, can't always get what you want.
0: Yeah. No. I feel like that's a song, too. <laughs> it is. It's the Rolling Stones. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I don't know. That's songs. okay, man. I'm I'm a
1: little obsessed with music and vinyl. So I'm already in my head. Like, you know, we have our friend Mike that's spinning records. I'm already like, I wonder what song we should kick off Sunday Spins with at the
0: appreciation event. <laughs> so. I mean, like... I I think the most important thing, and, you know, there's either a band or a song that's in it, but it's like, you know, the enjoy the journey. Um, Like you don't always get to pick where things end up and, you know, especially in, in life, like, well, especially in like anything that most people build, like 90% of things usually end up in failure. So it's like, why don't we enjoy the journey? Yeah, for sure. Like you learn a lot
1: from, you know, certain albums, certain songs, certain bands, what they believe in. Right. And, you know, like, you know, once like Kellen, Kellen said it best the other day, man, (laughs) like, I think we, we, I don't know if we've put it up yet, but we had kind of a quote from Kellen. he's like, just once when the music hits right, it just hits right. And, you know, sometimes a song or lyrics or riff or an entire album, man can just like, just be hit you so hard. It's just right in rhythm with your heart right and it's right in rhythm with your energy and you can learn yeah. a lot from it and we're not shy about talking about music and what <laughs> bands have had an impact on us and what songs have had an impact on us like you know yeah what music can do for mental health recovery you know even just raising your spirit and raising your energy level is just phenomenal right so i think a lot of people can relate to that right and um but yeah, man, it's obviously, yeah, it's, it's something that's, uh, yeah, it's a huge, huge part of life. And it's um, so definitely something that just helps you, you know, stay charged and, you know, moving forward and just, you know, experiencing life the best
0: yeah. you can, right? So, yeah. So for our, for our watchers and listeners, can you give a hint on what November twenty sixth is going to look like um, to hopefully get more people out to that? You know what? Yeah, we've, we've, we've been, we've been, this has been a long time coming. So we've wanted
1: to host kind of a thank you or a Woodridge m to you know, Trail Support Foundation event. We had a couple lined up in the past in 21, um, like two and we had to cancel them. because just COVID restrictions and it was what it was. Right. And, um, mm-hmm. So this year it was kind of part of a, a, a plan at the beginning of the year was like, Hey, let's not ask our donor list for money. Right. Um, obviously, you know, we don't want to drown as nonprofit financially. So we still want to make some, you know, impactful donations here and there. So we we decided to just do a 50 50. And throughout the year, man, it was like there was a couple moments. Um like Scott and the the Shred Collective, they both reached out to us and we were like, Hey, we you know, I love what your cause is. I want to, you know, help, you know raise some money for your cause and scott was reached out to us and had a really nice idea with a moose duro ticket and we were able to get some alpha house donation items and we were able to uh, raise a little bit of money for our foundation so that came in a little late um along with the shred Collective a little late in the season sorry and then the shred collective as well was like hey man we love your guys's cause we want to do our year-end party and just the timing of those two was so perfect because we had put so much into our, um, 50, 50 efforts. And then the, we knew the appreciation event was coming soon and we were like, well, we better start early. And anyway, I apologize. I kind of got a bit off track there. I just wanted to just kind of express gratitude towards Scott and the Shred Collective and how they reached out to us and said, Hey, we want to, we want to raise money for your foundation. Right. Yeah. And we're very grateful for that. Like it's, you know, it's
0: nice to see that outside support. Well, I think, I think you, you paired it best, um, you know, you help those who you want, like, I forget. the Yeah. 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 Uh, one of our core values is support those that support
1: you and really not ask for anything in return.
0: Yeah. Right. And I think, you know, with you building your, um, nonprofit and helping others, then it just, without asking anything, people want to step up and help back. Right. And it, you know, you get to see it, you can go a long way. Um, just being passionate about other people's nonprofits and their
1: causes as well and just being there to support them. And it doesn't always have to be financially, it's just like even just, you know, like a positive, you know, message to them, hey man, I really appreciate what you're doing, or I'm proud of you, or what you guys are doing is making an impact, or you know, how can I help in some way? But obviously when you're running nonprofit or you're running a business and you see outside support, like, yeah, man, you know, things come up and funding has to come from somewhere you know, so, um, anyway, got a little off topic. I just, I just, it was on my mind, just, just as soon as we see some outside support like that, man, we appreciate it so much. Um, but to go back to your question, what the appreciation event is, is man, there are so many people to thank from our donor list, not from just, you know, last year, but also the year before, like there are people that I'm very close with, you know, for many years that have donated and supported to Woodridge MTB Trail Support Foundation, you know, from day one, every year, right? And even this year, like, some of those donors reached out and said, hey, I want to, you know, support this year, like, you know, how much do you need? Like, how much, you know, are you taking donations? And this year, the answer was actually no. Like, we th- thank you so much, right? These are people that have been donating and supporting right from day one, 21, 22. And, you know, um, said, listen, we're having an appreciation event this year and it would mean the world to us if you can make that. Right. So, um, so, so far the event is actually turning up, turning out to be like, I, I think a pretty good event, like pretty strong event. I think at the moment we have anywhere from 145 to 160 people registered um, for the event and that it's including our team members and, you know, supporters, obviously you're coming there. Um, no, we want to support you and good day optics. And we plan to have, uh, four, no, five guest speakers and one keynote speaker who will announce next week. Um, but essentially we just, we want to thank everyone that supported us uh in a really big event um you know obviously we we've gone out and we've got some an awesome caterer coming in and you know we're gonna put you know a bunch of woodridge mtb passion and energy on display and we want to put other people's passions and creativity on display as well and you know we plan to do that at the event and have a moment where i can walk up to that you know, to a close friend, family, you know, you know, a, a, a friendship that I've made through, you know, years of, you know, um, camaraderie, right? I shake. I just want to go up to those those people, give them a hug, shake their hand at the event, and been like, man, I'm so grateful because we can only say thank you so many times through a social media page, or yeah. through a text, right? And we do our best to to show our appreciation because we we. Like it's real, man. Like it's organic. Like we are very thankful for the growth within, you know, our foundation and the support that we receive, like without that support, like we aren't where we are today. There's no way. Right. And um, so that's kind of what the appreciation event is, man. But like, obviously Woodridge MTV has a bunch of different dynamics to it, whether it comes from, you know, vinyl photography, videography, right? Like create mm-hmm. creative art through Photoshop. Um, obviously you see that with Stoke Broker and Dina and Lance and their photography, like it's just unbelievable. Right. So we plan to have all of that on display. Um, some of our favorite albums we're bringing, right. Like one of our supporters is spinning vinyl there and like, it should have a very fun, positive, you know, energetic, you know, yeah. like dynamic in that, in that event right so um, if people are planning on attending that haven't registered yet we just highly recommend that you know in our instagram stories if you see that register link and you plan on coming whether it's even just for half an hour or an hour and a half or you're staying for the whole five hours right um just register it helps us right for tracking food and you know what we what we need to to do to be prepared but Um, yes I was looking at the, I was looking at the registration list yesterday and I'm like, man, we have an event like, you know, and I'm looking forward to announcing our keynote speaker next week as well. So yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and for anyone who doesn't follow you um, on social media or know your website, um, can you say them so the people who are listening can follow you? Yeah. Uh, I would
1: say the, the, the two biggest channels to follow JTV uh, would be, um, well, definitely the most engaging is our website. Um, so if you just Google Woodridge MTV, it'll 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 pop up, right? Just Woodridge MTV Foundation. Um, you know, if you have time, uh, definitely um, go through the website, especially the blogs that Lee has put together. Like What Lee's done with that website is just, it's so engaging. Like I found mm-hmm. myself sometimes just getting caught up again on the website and, you know, reading blogs and, reading some of the stories that have happened throughout the years. Uh, we do, we work we work really well together, but we also work hard to make sure that nothing's rushed. So you see that in like foundation story one, two, three, four is upcoming, I think before the event. We have so many stories to tell, right? It's very impactful, very powerful, very emotional stories, right? Um, and we do what we can to share them and we just put them to our website um, so definitely, I, I always recommend, you know, website, especially on a desktop. It looks, it she's done such a good job. It looks amazing on the desktop. So definitely go to the website. Um, if you want to follow us, just, with, you know, you know, obviously, like, <laughs> we're all very busy throughout the day. Um, Instagram is an amazing tool just to get caught up on just checking a couple of things, what's going on and, you know, pages that you support and pages that you might, you know, be engaged with or passionate about, just check out some of our content on there. Uh, we do a lot with Instagram stories. We post when we can. Um, there's definitely a lot of posts coming over the next um, two weeks leading up to the event, as I'm going through some posts, um, to do some supporter booth spotlights and tell some tell some stories that need to be told about the people that have helped uh, us grow significantly, right, and so where our core support network is, right, in terms of the community. Um, yeah but yeah i would i would say instagram um website and if you have time um there's some very engaging short documentaries um that are on our own youtube channel we're still working to grow our youtube channel we just feel it's not something that needs to be rushed at the moment and then uh if you go to um tristan proctor's t-pro studio uh, t-pro t-pro studio no one else such a tongue twister i've said it a hundred times but um his his youtube channel is unbelievable right now um our team is so proud of that guy and what he's been able to accomplish and his progression in storytelling so i highly recommend going there as well um there are very engaging short docs about the mountain bike community um i think there's four or five short docs about Woodridge MTB and, and Woodridge MTB uh, team members individually and the impact that they're leaving on the community. So I highly recommend um, going to those three and that's all that's coming to mind at the moment. <laughs> um, there's definitely other channels. Uh, Lee's working hard to build a Facebook page, um, even a LinkedIn page. So, um, and she's passionate about that and just gotta let her ride that
0: wave and you know, We'll definitely do what we
1: can to try to tell some stories in yeah. some different
0: channels yeah and to to wrap this all up um you know to give our listeners maybe an idea to something they can try like what do you do do you find to like hunt good days like how do you how do you make sure more are good rather than bad <laughs> uh, my
1: favorite way to find a good day is to make sure i me personally i get up super early um go to the gym or a very early morning bike ride I've I've sometimes you know I'll get made fun of from the team that I'm out on the trails at like 5 (laughs) a.m but uh, I always find finding that energy early in the morning Um, for me if I can get some exercise in the morning um, you know it's the best best start to my day and be able to listen to an album with a large cup of coffee and, uh, Rudy who's Diana and I's dog was Diana's dog. Sorry. I, I love the dog so much that, you know, um, yeah, it, uh, yeah. Just sit with a big cup of coffee, listen to an album with my headphones. It's the best start to my day. And, and then, yeah, just get out adventuring. Right. I don't do it. I know I don't do it enough. Um, you know, so I can't be like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, out adventuring all the time. I, I need to make more time to get out there with the, you know, my closest loved ones as well and just mm-hmm. share those moments together. And that's a goal that I'm, I'm, more, I'm, I'm striving for. Um, for years, like prior to starting the nonprofit, man, like I really only mountain biked by myself. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just, you know, if I want to take take a break, climbing, or just chill on a trail or want to do, do a section over and over and over again, it was just kind of how I mountain biked. And, um, but yeah, definitely getting up early and just getting after it is the best way to find a good day, I find.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me for episode one. No, thanks for having me, man. And I'm proud of you and keep going with the,
1: keep going with this podcast. And I'm hoping you get some, uh some other pass- passionate and creative people on there to help. Help share their story and aligns with your uh, with your core values. So,
0: yeah, awesome. Thank you.
1: Okay, man. See you. See ya.